Welcome to Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And today we're going to be talking about Captain America Civil War. Yeah. So we know we got to start it off with our rating. Between zero to five, what do you rate Captain America Civil War? Four. Four. A four? Yes. Okay, so why'd you rate it a four? Because Ant-Man wasn't really thinking at all. Okay, what else? Because he didn't really observe. And he exactly said, if you want to get to them, you got to go through me. And he didn't really see how Invincible Vision was. Okay. So is that why you gave it a four stars? Or is it a different reason why you gave it a four stars? It's because... And also because the team going against the team that I wanted will actually let them get away with it. Okay. So let's 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 get more so into that later on or whatever. But we'll 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 work on that later. Okay, so so you gave it four stars. I'd say is I'd give it like a four point five, like right up there, up there. I'd say that's a good a good score for myself. Um Let's talk about because we like to talk about suits in the in the, in our shows. So yes. who had who had the best suit in the movie? <laughs> you think Ant Man's suit was the best? Yes, because he could use it to go tiny and big. And I was gonna say visions, but his is not a suit. He's just he's just okay okay okay. Um, I would say my favorite suit in Captain America Civil War is Spider-Man's suit. I like Spider-Man's suit just because it kind of got, he got it to where he can kind of like shrink and like expand his eyes and everything. I thought that was like a real cool um, throwback to the way that they did the stuff in comic books. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I thought sure. that that was pretty good. Okay. Sure. So, um... Let's start off with kind of go over what happened in the movie, and then we'll just talk about like our favorite points in it and everything like that. So, how do you feel about that? Okay. All right. Um, so, the movie starts off. Um, they find Bucky, we're a soldier. Yeah. And they go through, and I guess they give him a whole bunch of words to kind of make him go back into being just a, a, an obedient soldier that does whatever they tell him to do. They give him a mission. Um, and basically, um, Zemo, he frames Bucky for blowing up, um, for blowing up the, 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 the big UN summit that they was going to um, sign the Sokovia Accords. Um, Sokovia? Hey, that's in my video game of Marvel's Avengers. Right, right, yeah. And so, okay, so before the, blah, 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 I can't talk today. But before the Sokovia Accords, they had the mission where it was Captain America, Falcon, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch, and they were all out, and they had to end up going against Crossbones. Yeah. Um, Crossbones blew himself up, and, you know, that that ended up bringing around the Sokovia Accords where they had to try to figure out who was going to sign it and who wasn't going to sign it. Um, yeah. Captain America's friend, Peggy Carter, she passed away. Um, and so they had to figure out who was going to and who was not going to sign the Accords. Um... They found Bucky, but then we had a new person who came into the movies because this was his first introduction to the movies, which Black Panther was helping chase down um, Bucky. And so we had a few action sequences there. 
Um, it just kind of back went back and forth between all that stuff. What did you, you say? What did you want to say? I just wanted to say that, but that first mission that Bucky got, that was a bad start right after he fell off a mountain. He fell off a mountain at a high-speed train. And then I thought if he was going to live, then he was going to be like, Cap, yay, and continue their good guy, bad guy thing. Right. So you thought that he was going to be just kind of like a bigger, like more of a friend in that situation? Yes, but instead, Yeah, but that's what, you know, brainwashing does. Like whenever you're brainwashed, your mind isn't your own mind. It's whatever somebody else programs you to do. It's kind of like a computer. It says like, all right, I'm going to put this program in and you go and do whatever it is that I want you to do, right? Okay, so... In the action sequences throughout the movie and everything, and so then it gets to, you know, they kind of have a couple of fights. We had a big airport fight um, where Ant-Man, which is what you said it was at. We'll come back to the fights in a second. Um, And then they end up getting out to that, you know, that deserted base or whatnot. So then Cap and Iron Man end up fighting Bucky and all that stuff. And at the end, everybody kind of goes off. Zemo gets brought in for um, to be, to be, um... Yeah, Baron Zemo, he gets brought in, you know, to see justice and everything. And so then kind of everything works itself out at the end. Um, and Captain America comes and breaks out all of his friends and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so while we're looking at all this stuff, who do we feel was right? Was it Captain America or was it Iron Man? Who was right? I wasn't paying attention, but I'm going with um, Captain America. You think Captain America was right? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I can see that. I think that they both had something they could kind of say was right or wrong or whatnot, but I think that I kind of went more so along with the Captain America route because I think in when we're talking about people like the Avengers or whatever, and if we have people saying, okay, well, y'all can only go save these people or y'all can only go do that, then are you being a real hero if somebody says you can't go save those people? No, you're not being a true hero because you need to save everybody. But if you can only save the government, then if you can save the lives of other people, then who is there going to be to be controlled by the government? Right. So that's what they want to do. Yeah, they want to control you. Yeah. In in this case, government, which is really infiltrated by Hydra for the most part and shield. And they all have their own agendas, which is what Captain America was talking about. He was like, he didn't want to be in a situation where somebody else was trying to make him do something that he felt that went against what he felt was right. Now, Tony Stark, I think the Iron Man did have a point too because he was like, we did need to have some kind of oversight. It needed to be somebody to kind of check us and make sure that we didn't get out, they didn't get out of hand because I mean, when you're as strong as the Hulk is, you got to kind of be chilled out a little bit. You can't just be going off in rampages and kind of destroying everything. Yeah, but when we saw Thanos do that, that was... That was just, it didn't seem very right. <laughs> no, no, so, no. So if Thanos had an appearance before Infinity War and he did something like that, then that would have been just, no. So do you think that if they did the Sokovia Accords and they said that nobody can fight or whatever, do you think they would have gave him permission to fight Thanos? No. Well, 
No, because Black Panther is kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do this if that means this happens. So, yeah, I don't think he let them fight. And it did take place in um Wakanda. Yeah, that, that fight took place in Wakanda. So the Sokovia Accords probably would not have let them fight Thanos. And also, they would have had to come to an agreement, which would have probably took a couple of days, which means Thanos would have came in and did what he wanted to do and leave, right? Yep, and Earth would be a pancake. Yep, Earth would be very flat, like Sir Irving thinks that it is. In which it is not but <laughs> so let's see we talked about the costumes and let's get down to it we know the reason that we wanted to see captain america civil war was because of the big fights we wanted to see the avengers going at it on the big screen so who was the mvp of the movie or who had the best parts of the fight in your opinion <laughs> it's hard to say. I was gonna say, hmm, Bucky. You think Bucky had a good shot? Yeah, because I was going between Bucky, Captain America, Iron Man, and Vision. <laughs> because Vision was like, here, take this. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of phased through. He fo he phased through um Ant Man, right? <laughs> yes, he was like take this <laughs> okay okay so my favorite part was just seeing spider-man because a lot of times you don't like it's it's the small things like when spider-man does them that you kind of realize how strong he is because like when they're getting ready to kind of fight each other when they're running towards each other spider-man actually just outruns everybody and then he kind of slows back down because he realized he was outrunning everybody and you know, with experience, Spider-Man could have probably had a chance to take on Cap, but Cap had experience to know, okay, if he tried to tie me up, all I got to do is try to take him out. But Spider-Man did put a whooping on both Falcon and Bucky at the same time. So I think Spider-Man, in my opinion, he got the MVP. And also Black Panther did a great job. He was, he was, he was, he was putting them hands and feet on Bucky when they was outside fighting on top of that roof that time. Yeah. And so... My question to you also is that when they fought against Iron Man, when Captain America and Bucky fought against Iron Man, that was an Iron Man who a lot of his targeting systems and all that stuff had been kind of shut down. Do you think they would have been able to beat Iron Man had he had a full charge with his suit? Yes. Whatever. There's no way that they would have beat Iron Man with a fully charged suit with all the targeting capabilities. No way. He wouldn't have even gotten let them got close. He would have blasted out that side door and threw him out the window. No. It's easy. Okay, Look. tell me. Tell, how, tell me. Tell me how it's easy. It's easy. First, <laughs> you call. First, you, you all. First. You take the shield, uh -huh. then you, and then you have Bucky. They both have some kind of metal thing so they can block okay, it. So off. they got a vibranium slash adamantium, depending on how you want to look at it, kind yeah. of situation going so, on. So, so they get close to him, and then all, all um Captain America has to do, if Bucky tries to fly away, take his metal off. Grab um Bucky, take his um and grab Iron Man, take them out on them, just punch 
the bottom things, and then he can fly nowhere. And then, um, Cap can just take his shield, and you know how his heart's kind of like a robot thing? Just shab it in there. Okay, so basically, like, take the shield and use it as a projectile, or you, you can either throw it at him, or either kind of shove it in there to try to knock out the arc reactor. Yeah. Okay. I think so, but I don't think the Iron Man would have let him got that close. Like, now, to be honest, Iron Man is not as good a fighter as Cap. Like, no. close to quarters, Iron Man ain't got nothing on Cap. No. But I think had Iron Man had range, he'd have been able to pull it off. But they didn't have range. They was inside the close quarters and everything. So that favored Bucky. And I would say that was an awesome scene when Bucky and Captain America were like double teaming um, Iron Man. And they was bouncing the um, they were bouncing the shield off of them, and they was going back and forth with the punches and hits and stuff. That was an epic scene. If anyone did, if if anyone did anything like that, and then. If like Spider-Man did anything like that, and then had a stage where he would have to end up going, going, oh, don't retreating, and someone actually pulled off that stunt. Then say they're on a thing and they're fighting, and they do the exact same thing, exact same thing, but. They're in a Spider-Man costume, and then he has to retreat. He jumps off, bad flips, and then lands in a Spider-Man pose. If anyone can pull off that, that better not be on. That better not be on YouTube. That better be on the World Wide Web. <laughs> That's a, the World Wide Web. The world. Wide. <laughs> it's funny because it's Spider Man and you said well. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay, so so we all had our favorite parts of the movie. We thought it was kind of a great movie and everything. We thought it had a good idea and everything. So at the end, um, Tony Stark. The reason that Tony and and Cap get into the fight at the end is because basically Cap knew that Bucky was the person that ended up. Um, crashing the car and taking out Tony's parents and everything. Would you have been that upset? Like, if something that happened, like, do you think that Bucky was right? Or not Bucky, but do you think that Cap was right? Or do you think that Iron Man was right? Who was right to be mad in that situation at the end? <laughs> mostly Cap. You think mostly Cap was right? Because Cap was trying to save his friend? Yeah, but he he should have been the most mad one. But shouldn't he have been honest with his friend Tony? Uh, yeah. So who was so who was worst off? So was should he have been honest with his friend Tony or lied to his friend Tony and tried to help out Bucky? Where 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 do you think who which one do you think? Lie. You should have. Oh, that's that's just dirty. You gonna <laughs> lie to your friend? He's but they but. But he's been on, but they, but they mind, con, mind controlled him. So it wasn't completely his fault. And Tony's just a person who, who's like, God, he wouldn't understand it. He just wouldn't understand. He just wouldn't understand. Yeah, I can understand. He didn't, he didn't understand. And that's why they ended up getting into the fight at the end of the movie. Um, so. As we're leaving out, what setting or what area do you think was your favorite within the movie? 
Hmm. Um. Inside Iron Man's suit. So that was the coolest place to be? Um, not at that time. <laughs> okay, so, um... <laughs> I thought that the the airport was a pretty good was a pretty good um place with a setting where it was kind of like a big place where they could all kind of go and like let go and everything and kind of yeah. fight hard. <laughs> so another question that I had was, who do you think or what movie would you say that you would like to see two of the people? in so say you know a lot of the times falcon captain america black widow they're all usually together in a movie and um roadie and iron man are usually in a movie together or whatever so who do you think that's not usually in the movie together should have been in the movie together because for me i think that if you were to put um if you were to put ant-man and falcon or spider-man and falcon Together, I think that that would have been a pretty funny movie. I would say Spider-Man and Rocket. Well, the Rocket wasn't in this movie. Oh. But oh. I don't understand. But yeah, that's not that's not bad. I could say Spider-Man and Rocket. I think that that would also be a pretty good one. Yeah. But if they were a fusion, that would be good. A fusion Spider-Man or so Rocket-Man? Yes. That's not even that's that that's completely different movie series. But that's but that's good because what when he shoots out his webs, when the webs get some, when they get close, if he wants to do some kind of power move, he's like, and then he lets go, and then then the rocket part comes in, and then it speeds up, and then booyah. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, um, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, if you had a favorite line from the movie that somebody said, do you remember anything that you thought was really good? Yes. What, what was the line? When Ant-Man was ginormous, Iron Man was like, does anybody have some appealing or shocking talents that they want to reveal or something like that <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny because he's just like so what in the world he's like he's big now he's big now <laughs> the tiny guy's big now <laughs> i thought that was funny my favorite my favorite line in the movie was when um black panther came up and he met hawkeye he was like hey i'm you know i'm clint and everything he's like i do not care he's <laughs> just like I don't even care you say what you want I don't care he's <laughs> like I'm here to take down Bucky and <laughs> you're in the way <laughs> so okay so overall we enjoyed the movie it was a great job um, great acting uh, it was great settings the costumes were great and everything and we enjoyed it it was a lot of fun and everything right yes um, and we also had two chances t to see what Black Panther was really like. Yeah. And in that first, the first time we seen Black Panther, that was nothing compared to what happened in the movie. Oh, yeah. That was nothing compared. Mm. And so, but so, but we also talked about the suit. So how this suit was just a regular suit. It wasn't like the nanotech that he had in Black Panther. It was just a regular suit with a regular helmet and stuff that he would put on. But 
But it was impressive. It was very impressive. Very much the same. And did you notice that when you heard him, he did not make much noise when he was running. And also, he outran Captain America. <laughs> he straight up outran Captain America when they were chasing down Bucky. But in Infinity War, him, it was like, he almost outran Captain And he should have been running faster than he would because his... His area at King, it was it was all in danger. So he should have been the first one to touch anyone. But Captain America just runs, and then he does like a super jump, and then right. But at okay. the very same time, you don't want to be the person that's like if if you outrun everybody, then you're the person that everybody's gonna jump on at the same time. When you get there, you at least want to wait for everybody to get there with you at the same time. You don't want to just run out there and get your head knocked off. But, hey, he was, he's kind of like a robot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, we enjoyed the movie. We had a great time and everything like that. So, I would say as we are wrapping everything up, um, we're going to be trying to look to put together some merchandise, some T-shirts for the um for the podcast and stuff like that. So, be on the lookout for that. Within the next couple of weeks, we're going to try to put some stuff out. Um, And if we send out... A design with HT first instead of all that stuff. Then it's Hero Talk. That's right. If it's an HT, you see that it's Hero Talk. And that's what it is with Talis and Trev. And um, we wanted to share the tagline of the show, which is what Trev came up with. Yeah. And what is the um, show's tagline? When there's a hero... We talk. You doggone right. Now, we're going to wrap it up. This has been another great episode of Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And we'll see you next time.